Ragtag, 50 Years Since the Declaration of Martial Law in the Philippines, is an exhibit with 21 faces of victims and survivors of the martial law. We are presenting to you right now June Saturay and his daughter, Marikit, who will talk about their story through music. Yes, uh, peace, love, and protest to everybody who's listening, everybody who's tuned in. We'd like to thank um, Worm Radio for uh, allowing us to be present here and reach out to the audience of Worm Radio. My name is June Saturai. I'm a second-generation activist uh, who's been resisting and opposing the dictatorship. And my father used to, uh, when he was alive, he was also fighting the dictatorship. And in the studio were three generations of activists here. Yes, um, my name is Marikit. I'm his daughter. (laughs) And I also make music, a lot of protest music, um, continuing the struggle and uh, fighting for the next generation. And my son is here. He's sleeping. He's two years old. His name is Isa. And, uh, yeah, we're going to sing some protest songs later. uh, Both of us are... um, We work with uh, Migrant in Netherlands, and uh, we're part of the Linangan Art and Culture Collective. So what what um, what brought you to to put together this exhibit with the, the red tag? Why did you put this together? Yes, um, yesterday was uh, the 50th uh, year of uh, the martial law declaration in which uh, was declared in the Philippines. It was the declaration of a military dictatorship back in 1972, and it put in place a military regime uh, led by uh, uh, the former President Ferdinand E. Marcos. We were able to overthrow him after 15 year, 14 years of uh, arduous and courageous struggle, but the dictatorship never really left. It hid itself in the succeeding regimes, and occasionally it would rear its ugly head and bear its uh, its uh, threatening fangs you now to terrorize the people. So we continue to struggle. Can you tell us more about uh, what the exhibit is all about? Uh, I, I heard from Lua, who's right now dragging a chair. Thank you, Lua. <laughs> yeah. This is Lily the Archie, by the way. We forgot to introduce ourselves. <laughs> so Lily the Archie and Lua are back here. This, you're not, you're not uh, mistaken. This is peace, love, and protest. And I believe that you had some protest, peaceful protest, last uh, on the 21st, right? Yes, we did. Uh, we did do a short walk. Uh, in Rotterdam from the central station towards the uh, Slash Gallery here at the Worm Building. And um, um, we're not in the thousands or even in the hundreds, but when you stand with a group of people who are united in a cause, then you have strength. You have strength. And um, we, we walked and carried um, banners, and we also uh, did chanting and sang songs along the way. Um, these are songs of peace, songs of protest against the fascist regime that is now um, 
building itself again up since 1986. The new president is the son of the former dictator, and we want to oppose that. So maybe let's hear a little bit of a song from the dynamic father and daughter duo. Dynamic duo, but not Batman and Robin. Um, <laughs> this first song is um, really three stories. No, it's about uh, a worker, a um, woman laborer, and it's a song. It's also a song about uh, a peasant farmer and an urban poor family. No, is struggling. So it's in Tagalog, but. Um, I hope there are some Filipinos listening, but just for the other listeners, this is these are stories of their struggles. Silinay isang magandang dalaga, panggabi sa isang pabrika ng tela. Sumapi sa union, sumama sa welga, biglang nagkagulo, nawala si Lina, nang muling makitay, hubag at patay na. Halina, halina, aktan ng bangkay, at sa ating puso'y hayaang humimlay si Lina. Sinaaling Maria doon na katira sa tabi ng isang bundok ng basura. Ngunit isang araw binuldoser sila sapagkat Darating ang mga turista na walan ng bahay ang isang pamilya. Halina, halina, at sa ting puso'y ipagtayo ng tahanan sinaaling Maria. Magsasaka Si Pedro Pirapil Walang kaulayaw Kundi ang bukirin Ngunit isang araw May biglang dumating Ang saka ni Pedro'y Kanilang inangkin Tumutol si Pedro Ngunit siya'y pinarin Halina, halina, sa ating puso'y hayaang mag-asig ng punla si Pedro Pilapil. Halina, halina,
So the story is all about... Uh, yeah, the first story is about a, a factory worker, Lina. She's uh, young, she's strong, she's fair, and she joins the uni union and joins them in a strike. But uh, the strike was uh, attacked by fascist uh, police and soldiers and, and strike breakers, and Lina was nowhere to be found after the trouble had cleared. She'd been abducted. The next time they found her, she was uh, naked, she was dead, and she had been raped and tortured. The second story is about uh, a family, an urban poor family, who lives in the garbage dumps of Manila. They scavenge uh, uh, plastics for a living. And um, there's a threat that um, tourists were coming and the garbage dump would be moved. So the entire community of scavengers were, uh, their homes were demolished and they were driven away. And the third is about uh, a peasant family, Pedro, who really um, breaks his back planting rice. But there came a time that somebody somebody was claiming the land that he was stealing and he, he stood up for his right to, to the land that he was working but he was shot and th those are stories that are happening in the Philippines every day uh, throughout the land. Do you have any question, Lou? Uh, actually, uh, no, because... Uh... <laughs> They, well, well, actually, you know, it is a well-known story, this, this type of thing, you know, this is, uh, this is actually the thing that is really happening uh, in the Philippines uh, today, and, um, well, but the problem is that this is not the only country those things are happening today, so it's not only a problem in the Philippines uh, because of the dictatorship of the, the Marcos family, but also uh, a known thing worldwide uh, in uh, countries with uh, more or less uh, a dictatorship uh, as a government. And it's coming back, right? This, I, if you recall, during the the forum that they had uh, last, uh, that was Wednesday, right? Yeah, was yeah. yeah. So there was Wednesday. there was a forum, and yeah. I was there listening, and. The, there was a statement that it didn't have it doesn't happen just in the Philippines it happened it's happening right now in Italy with the fascism getting stronger and other you know other populist dictators yeah but yeah. Not, not only dictatorships only also in so-called democratic countries like Hungary and Romania yeah and even Poland so yeah and even France yeah and also if you can recall if you were if you were if you're old enough <laughs> um, 49 years ago same day uh, in uh, same month of September uh, 1973 a military coup was uh, was launched against the democratically elected government of uh, Salvador Allende in Chile and what followed was a brutal attack on uh, on the democratic rights of people and thousands of people were arrested tortured and murdered and among those who were killed were 
were the poet, songwriter, theater artist, Victor Hara. And we take much inspiration from his uh, songs and his theater. And in fact, this guitar that I'm uh, playing now has a portrait of uh, Victor Hara carved on it and painted on it uh, to remind me always that um, the songs that we sing and the the art that we do should reflect what's happening on uh, in society nowadays. Okay, so can we go back to the music? A student of life, a singer of songs, a farmer of food, and a writer of wrongs. It could have been me, but instead it was you. And it may be me, dear sisters and brothers, before we are through. But if you can die for freedom, 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 if you can die for freedom, I can. The junta broke the fingers of Victor Hara's hands Said to the gentle poet, play your guitar now if you can But Victor started singing until they shot his body down You can kill that man but not his song When it sung the whole world round It could have been me that it was you So I'll keep doing the work you were doing As if I were to I'll be a student of life A singer of songs A farmer of food And a writer of wrongs Could have been me But instead it was you And it may be me Dear sisters and brothers Before we are through 
But if you can sing for freedom, 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 freedom. If you can sing for freedom, I can too. He told to the poor and hungry as he led them through the streets. The next best thing to freedom is the struggle to be free. But gunmen came one morning to silence his urgent cry. They shot Leon Alejandro down, but his message will not die. It could have been me, but instead it was you. So I'll keep doing the work you were doing as if I were to. I'll be a student of life, a singer of songs, a farmer of food, and a writer of wrongs. It could have been me, but instead it was you. And it may be me, dear sisters and brothers, before we are through. But if you can fight for freedom, 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 freedom. If you can fight for freedom, I can too. Beautiful. Those are beautiful lyrics, by the way. It's um, very, very powerful. It's actually a, an adaptation of a song by Holly Near. Um, we adapted some of the lyrics to reflect the struggle of the Filipino people. But credit goes to Holly Near for composing the original and the music as well. Okay, so I have I have I, I have a burning question actually. <laughs> ah, careful. Burning, burning question. I, I'm just wondering how how did you get in, involved into this kind of um, activism and, and, and protesting and when did it start? Um, actually, I was 10 years old when the dictators, when martial law was declared in 1972. My father is a doctor and he works, uh, he fights tuberculosis. And um, everybody knows it's a disease of poverty. And my father said, you can't ever beat tuberculosis until you get rid of poverty. So his work um, led him to many, many communities of farmers and urban poor people. And, and his message was, let's get rid of poverty so that we can get rid of uh, tuberculosis. And that um, earned the ire of uh, the government. So he was threatened, um, one of his fellow doctors, Bobby De La Paz, he's among the portraits uh, in the exhibition was murdered. My father was lucky and he was able to get away and he had to flee the country and uh, he was away for many, many years. But I myself thought that uh, the, the, the martial law, the military dictatorship was good because I, I really thought that uh, people were lazy and people were undisciplined and uh, that it would take a, an iron fist to really instill discipline. And I was against uh, people who were are fighting, uh, resisting uh, the rule of Marcos. But one day, yeah, but one day, um, after my father was forced to leave the country, my sister was also arrested for singing 
the songs that we sing uh, in a protest uh, strike of uh, transport workers. And my brother, who was helping organize uh, students against the dictatorship, was also uh, abducted. We are among the lucky because we were able to get them back. But then I learned about the, the stories of people who were murdered, tortured, thrown into prison, and uh, it was so horrible. And I saw the poverty uh, in, in the urban poor uh, communities, and in, in the peasants, and the, the sickness, and the, uh, dying. And you could not resist uh, the the urge to be an activist, to fight the dictatorship. And I studied, the only songs that I know until now are songs of protest because like the singer Victor Hara, he said, he's not really a good singer, he's not a, he's not a good guitar player, but because there's a message, the guitar is aching to be played and there are songs to be to be sung so I take I took up that call and every year I re I recite my reply to Victor Hara's uh, uh, poem manifiesto uh, which is his declaration of why he became a musician beautiful story uh, family history and we have here Mari Marikit Marikit who is a daughter and how how do you feel that uh, your your father and I and your mom I guess also right mm -hmm. are both um, activists? Uh, because I was born and they were already active, so I grew up going to demonstrations and listening to the speeches of the people and their experiences. I remember like the struggle of the fishermen, like how they were living in poverty and having a hard time just surviving. Uh, so that opened my eye and actually my parents brought me that uh, into that uh, life as a child, but um, you know, uh, if you separate even the, the relationship between child and parent. Mm -hmm. If you just put someone in the in the world and let them see what's happening, they would also realize like things need to change. Um, so I really uh, have respect and um, I, take <laughs> I take notes. I take notes. I never resented it because I saw why they were always busy. And I was also busy too. <laughs> like the comrades, so their friends, they would take care of me. So I was also having fun uh, doing theater and singing songs. So, yeah. So it was really the arts that brought you to, you into this. Um, your passion for the arts have brought you into protesting, and, 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 and it became your. your uh, creative outlet for for protesting, right? I think it's not the arts that came first, but it's, but more, it's that more of the protest, the protest yeah. that came first. The 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 ideology of, of um, justice, peace, yeah. and, and, and human rights, and fighting for the human rights, yes. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think Marikit is a it's a very, very good songwriter and a performer. Sometime we will uh, bring her songs to the Worm Radio. Um, 
You are so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Soon come. <laughs> for sure, for sure, we're we're going to bring her music into to the worm uh, community. But um, they all grew. The, the, all all our children grew up uh, in their own artistic uh, practices, and they brought along the activism with them. And I'm quite uh, quite uh, glad. I can retire. I can. <laughs> I, I can die now, ever, and I will be I smiling. Retire. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. True, true. I don't and think. On that note, is there another song? <laughs> oh, yes. Um, this last song that we're going to do is our tribute to all those who have sacrificed their lives, all those who have suffered, and all those who continue to. Um, to struggle uh, and defend the rights of the people and the dream of a better society in the Philippines, a genuine democracy and peace. Short but powerful. It might rain. It might rain tears if we continue. It's actually about rain. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Patak ng ulan is raindrops, uh, and it's literally the literal translation is raindrops falling on the dry land. But not only raindrops will come. Or, oh no, the raindrops fall on the dry lands like the tears of the people, but not only tears will fall as long as people are fighting, because the oppressed will stand up and the sun will rise up, and it's the sun of freedom. Whoa. Yes, wow. I think yeah, um, this is where um, those who have been murdered and uh, buried in the ground are never forgotten, really. 
they thought that they could silence the voice of uh, resistance, but they're actually they become seeds, and um, a new generation new generations have been sprouting here and there and everywhere. And there are millions of people really, really fighting, but there are spe some characteristics of Philippine society like we're we're islands apart, we're divided by water, we're divided by we have 187 languages and wow. it's so difficult to you know unite because we hardly can understand each other and now we're divided by the, the a lot of misinformation and lies uh, spreading on the internet about what uh, the Marcos really the Marcos family and their friends and their cronies uh, stood for it's 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 their lack of remorse they refuse to admit that uh, thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, have been victimized by the regime. And I think we can never forgive until there is an acknowledgement that uh, um, they have committed wrong against the people. Yeah, I guess that's true. That is true. I mean, even in personal experiences, True. What you think? True. Yeah, if it yeah. was your father, your mother, your brother, your sister. I don't think there is any family in the Philippines who have not suffered. But, you know, I don't understand why there's this denial that the, the martial law uh, regime uh, is indeed the darkest uh, era in Philippine history. That's, that's what we're out to prove with art, with our songs, and with our marches. And with your exhibit right now. Yes, we're going to exhibit this uh, in other places, on the streets, in classrooms, in living rooms. We're going to perform everywhere. Um, all, um, I'm dedicating the rest of... I, I'm old, I'm 60, and I probably have like uh, 10, 15 productive years, and I'm dedicating that towards... Um, uh, working towards genuine justice and freedom for the Filipino people. And also, not just for the Filipinos, but for all the oppressed and exploited uh, people in the world. Uh, solidarity is important. But that's our call now. Uh, we need the support of the people here in the Netherlands and in Europe and in the world to help us fight this dictatorship.